Every company has one. The place where the hats with the wrong logo are hidden from sight. The empty office where the bags that miss the event date are banished. The storage room where the shirts with the smeared imprints are entombed. It's called the Closet of Shame. And every promotional products distributor has a story about making an unwanted contribution. In this podcast, those stories will be shared and the impact on the client relationship will be explored. The Closet of Shame is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's your host, Bill Petrie. And welcome to another edition of The Closet of Shame, where we talk about where promo goes wrong and how we can be heroes and make it right. Uh, I am here with a good friend of mine, Kevin Mullaney, and I'm going to introduce him in a moment. But before I do, I want to thank our sponsor for this fine platinum-level broadcast, uh, the good people at Bay State Specialty. Right now, everybody is in self-promo mode, and they have a great offer just about anything uh, they have make great self-promos. And they have a $50 self-promo catalog offer. So their entire catalog is broken down into $50 self-promo offers. One color imprint, one free PDF proof. The only thing that's not included is shipping, but you might be able to get 150 coasters for 50 bucks as a self-promo. 150 ice scrapers, again, 50 bucks as a self-promo. You really can't beat it. So go to baystate.com, check out that $50 self-promo special. As I mentioned at the top of this, good friend Kevin Mullaney is joining us today. And if you don't know Kevin, you ought to because he is the best-looking guy wearing a bow tie in the industry. That's for damn sure. <laughs> He's also the vice president of Brandito. He is an industry veteran of almost seven years, and he's taken Brandito from just this idea and a nugget, a startup distributor in Virginia, to one of the fastest-growing distributors in our industry. Uh, they were recognized as a 2014 fastest-growing distributor on Counselor Magazine, a 2016 rising star, a finalist for 2017 Sales Rep of the Year by Counselor Magazine. And more than anything, he is the punisher of podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Mullaney. Kevin, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. I feel like Ric Flair walking into WrestleMania with that intro. Limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, That's dealing. Right. I love it, man. Thank I, I you do very too. much. I, and I have to stop myself from asking people, how the hell are you? Because I do that with Kirby all the time on our podcast. So I have to, I have to change it up a little bit. I'll try and be as witty, as funny, as good looking, and uh, as the brewmaster himself, Kirby Hasserman. But I know I, that's, I, that's big shoes to fit, live up to. No, nope. I think uh, I think you've got the good looking part covered, the, <laughs> the humor part covered, and the uh, the talent part covered. So I think you've already already eclipsed that. So, so. Um, I think you know the premise of the podcast yep. by now, and, and basically just for people if they're tuning in for the first time. I started off when I was a distributor talking to uh, prospects and clients by saying, you know, I never want to contribute to your closet of shame. And they'd look at me kind of funny and I'd say, you know, when promo goes wrong, it ends up somewhere. And it's usually a closet inside a building where nobody wants to see it. It's where the mugs that got uh, imprinted with the wrong logo are sitting or the shirts that didn't quite make the event date are hidden. I never want to contribute to that. But the fact is, because there's so many opportunities for failure along the supply chain, we always have an opportunity to contribute to our clients' cause of shame. And I've asked Kevin to come on the, the show today, and he's got a couple of stories, and I'm real excited to hear them. So, Kevin, tell me one of those times where you inadvertently contributed or someone from your team inadvertently contributed to someone's closet of shame. 
happy to do it. Um, not happy about any of these I'm stories. About to say, you're not happy to contribute um, to somebody's closet exactly. of shame, are you? The closet of shame is probably why I'm full blown gray at 34 years old. <laughs> um, but for those of you, for those of folks that are listening that are not, you know, familiar with our industry, um, you know, uh, what Bill's really talking about is a lot of times somewhere in the supply chain, the error, there is an error, whether it's on mm -hmm. our side, uh, whether it's the client sends an out, old outdated logo, um, or a situation where the supplier doesn't meet, um, you know, the demands of the project, whether that's a late delivery, incorrect logo, wrong item color, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, it's one of those things that when it happens to us, you know, it's, it's like an old cartoon or something like that, where, you know, you just like, you know, rats, they got us again. You know what I mean? The, the turtles <laughs> yeah. foiled us, you know, you just see Shredder like shaking his head at the end of the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoons, um, because it's really frustrating because then you have to work backwards. Um, and again, the big thing here at Brandito and many of us that are um, trying to do our best is, is if you, if you lose that opportunity one time, you could lose the client forever. So it's extremely important no that you're question. Not, not putting product in the closet of shame. Um, but our story uh, is actually one, it's a great story for how Brandito handles things. Um, and it's uh, from a colleague of mine, Nick Rabel, um, who's uh, really tearing the cover off the ball for us. And he's been fantastic. He's an industry veteran of about four years. And, and last year we had the opportunity for the first time to bid on a project for Nurses Week. Um, for again, those that are not in this industry, Nurses Week is Mardi Gras for New Orleans in our industry. It's the Super Bowl for our industry. If you get an is. opportunity for Nurses Week, that's typically a lot of employees, that's a lot of product, and it's a lot of hardworking people that you don't want to um, under deliver and make them feel undervalued with all you the You do that not want to disappoint that group because they will be vocal. Exactly. So uh, we have this awesome opportunity, and um, Nick did a great job working with the client. Um, and it wasn't that crazy. It was just, mm -hmm. it was 5,000 umbrellas um, okay. for a local multi-unit um, hospital here in Virginia mm -hmm. and 5,000 units and 4,300 of those umbrellas were going to have one logo um, and then 700 were going to have another hospital system logo on that as well. Okay. So pretty simple, you know, with large projects like that, we went overseas, um, which we feel very comfortable with our services doing that. Um, and again, hospital week, everyone's kind of got something for every day and Monday was umbrella day. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm watching, you know, the jets probably lose by 30 on a Sunday at one o'clock, um, right. probably still the first quarter. And I get a call from Nick. And he's like, hey, man, you got a second? And I'm just like, of course, absolutely. Anything to stop watching the Jets on a Sunday is, is <laughs> valid for me. Uh, but he says, hey, look, I've got this situation. Um, I just got a call from the, from the client. They got the umbrellas. They said they look great. However, we have no idea what what logo is in each box. And I was like, well, what exactly do you mean? They're not you know, separated oh, where no. the 700 just went directly to that one location. He goes, unfortunately not. And it, it was across six times. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so it I'm was, sorry. No, it's please. not funny, is, but it is funny. It is funny now because of the way Nick and, and our mm. team handled it. Um, but I, so, you know, obviously. Well, was what like, was your first reaction when you heard that? I mean, over six different hospitals, you, you don't know where the wrong umbrellas are. Exactly. And, and this is, you know, like I said, it's the frustration part of our of our industry is that this stuff happens. It's OK. You know, put the phone on mute real quick. Yell every curse word in the book for 30 mm -hmm. seconds and then take it on mute um, and then put that 
gladiator cap on and figure out how we're going to tackle this thing and make it perfect for the client so that they don't have to spend any of their man hours, um, you know, correcting this error. Um, right. So what happened was Nick just immediately started planning it out. He said, okay, great. Here's what I'm planning on doing. Um, they need to hand these out by Tuesday. Uh, we need to have this figured out by Tuesday. So I'm going to get up 7 a.m. He starts going over individually. Um, he pulls off. I think he pulled two of our team members uh, with him for the first day. They go to the hospital um, and they just start breaking down boxes. And unfortunately, with umbrellas, the way that it worked is there's 25 per box. So he's breaking down the box. Then he'd have to open the bo each individual box, oh. take the sleeve off the umbrella, and go all the way over because it was kind of the logo's kind of wrapped under the flap of the umbrella. If that makes any sense to you. Uh -huh. So yeah, then yeah. we had to kind of really get in there to see what logo it was. And the logo wasn't much different. It was basically a tagline. So again, as we're going through, I'd say each umbrella took a solid 30 seconds per umbrella to really look through to make sure it was the right one. Oh my goodness. Um, and the, the way I oh, what's your talk, client, what's your client doing at this it's point? It's a great question. Yep. So the, you know, the client, you know, basically is texting next Sunday, telling them about the issue. And they're just basically saying, Hey, look, I, I can't, I don't have time to contact all the other hospitals and it's, it's nurses week. We're not going to have anyone to pull to count these out and to look into this. I'm just going to need you to figure it out. Um, and Nick said, yep, understood. You know, he tried his best mm -hmm. to kind of, again, and that's how this process works is, right. hey, here's here's the situation. It would be great if you could help us out with this. And unfortunately, we just were, we did not have any ability to pull kind of any of their staff. So Nick immediately started kind of rounding his up. They weren't happy. Um, they weren't infuriated because we, right. didn't, we didn't miss anything just yet. Um, but again, it, probably, it gave them a feeling of anxiety knowing that there was this issue there that had to be dealt with before Tuesday. You got it. And, and, and we've all been in this industry, you know, when you put in a rush order or, you know, something is going to show up just on the right time. And, you know, you really, you know, it's coming from California. So you're looking at the weather forecast from the Pacific to the Midwest. I mean, it's just crazy the stuff that we have to stress out about right. when you do have these tight in hands dates. So um, absolutely. There was certainly a, a, a large... I mean, again, the whole hospital is pretty much the whole receiving warehouse is covered with these umbrellas. I mean, you could hardly move. Um, so, yes, they were there was definitely some anxiety there that this wasn't going to get in on time. But um, again, it's it's a testament to us is that, you know, if we say we're going to do something, we're going to do it. Right. Um, and and we've just got to figure it out. And that's what Nick and the team did. So they go on site. They've got two people there with them. Um, they went 7.30 to 9, 9 p.m. day one and got through about 60% of it. Mm -hmm. um, and then they brought in uh, myself and then um, another colleague. So I think day two, um, they they got there at 7 a.m. again. Um, mm -hmm. I strolled in a little bit late, got in there about 7.30, maybe 8. Um, but you were there. And that's the important there. thing. As the, the VP, of, you're there. As okay. the VP, you're there. And you have to. You have to show up and be, you know, kind of the man of integrity there. Yeah, Nick would have done it for me. Um, and again, the way he handled himself and the team, um, he did it beautifully because again, when you're painting, when you're doing any kind of mundane task like this, there is no doubt you could just look left, work left, right and be like, wow, guys, I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. This sucks. Yeah. Um, and he never did. He kept on harping. He was like, guys, this is an opportunity to show how good we are. This is an opportunity to showcase what we're really made of, what, you know, what kind of salt we're built on. And I was like, all right, man, like, let's go. You know what I mean? Put the good playlist on and let's jam. Right. How um, did the client re 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 respond after you, you went through all the boxes? Yeah. I assume you sorted out the umbrellas so they got to their intended destination, right? They got to the right place yep. at the right time. What was their response? Knowing, because sometimes we do those things, 
and the client never even knows that it's happening. Yeah, it's a good point. This is a this is a time where the client absolutely knows that it's happening. What was their response with the way you guys kind of jumped in, showed up, put on the hat of responsibility, and said, "Screw it, we're going to get this fixed. Don't worry about it." Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times we get stuff shipped here first, then have our team look through it so that you know if they blew it, you know, no one knew it. That's kind of the phrase we right. We, we, I love that. Hey, how, how do we fix this internally? Um, to make sure that we never even get this on the radar of the stress level of our buyers because they've got a thousand other things to worry about and, and we've got this under control for them so they, they have to have that confidence. Right. Um, so <clears throat> I think basically what, what what I had seen firsthand was as we were, you know, there was now five people in this very, very small room um, and a couple, you know, execs walked by and a couple admins walked by and a couple other mm -hmm. buyers walked by and they're like, wow, more people. You know, oh, wow, you've got more friends, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. And and again, Nick was obviously um, the face of the franchise um, for us. And he was like, yep, absolutely. And again, he kept on harping. He's like, I know we're, we're inconveniencing you. I know this isn't ideal that we're all you know kind of in your way. But mm -hmm. if there's anything else that we can do, I promise we'll be out of here by Tuesday at noon and you'll be able to hand these out right. to every nurse. So um, again, it was just his attitude, his positive you know, idea. And again, always updating the client. I think that's the That's the thing. thing. Yeah, that communication is so key. And, and I think the more transparent you can be, especially when things start going sideways, because they can smell, it's like, it's like how dogs smell fear. Clients can smell bullshit a mile away, especially when things start going sideways. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, look, I mean, there are, this is a fairly low barrier for entry to join in, you know, this fraternity of promotional product. Um, you well, know, I believe, I, I see, I would disagree. I think you have to have both a pulse and a working credit card. <laughs> to be in the promotional products industry. Exactly. So again, this podcast alone, this is what we hear when we sit down with our new clients and our new buyers. We're like, all right, tell me what you're currently doing and you right. tell me what's working, tell me what's not. You know, this is the type of story you're heal you you will hear right. about. And of course but, we can all be like, oh, that never happens to us. No, it does. And again, it happens all the time. And it's through no fault of your own. Nick, honestly, he dominated this project from start to finish. And unfortunately, this just happened where, you know, the umbrellas were mixed in. The supplier was fantastic. He was extremely transparent with the supplier. They were all in. I mean, they were really um, helpful throughout the process, you know, and, and that is also a big thing is that sure. you've got to understand, like, if you just pick up the phone and just start yelling at suppliers, you're losing credibility. You oh, really no question. No question. They didn't mean to do it. You know what I mean? No. It's an honest mistake. And we know how we've got that, you know, I forgot my homework gut dropping feeling in front of our client so we're not just going to push that downhill we do need to you know we did need to express hey you brought you know a couple you know we basically took five people off their job for two full days um, right. you do need to be transparent with what it did to your business but at the same time it's like okay how do we fix this what happened so you can tell the client hey here's here's what happened you know well, here's, here's what we did here's what we're doing um and again you won't even know it but we're gonna have this ready for no, you. no question i have, have a philosophy when things go wrong is look let's fix it for the client now we can do a post-mortem later yes um i just want to fix it now because i know what it's like when i'm on that end and something's going wrong for me i don't want to hear you figuring out what happened i don't care what happened i want my problem fixed and it sounds like that's kind of the the way you guys approached it and i think that's awesome yeah he did a great job one of the funny things was i walked in like i said after everyone so i was about 30 minutes late I walk in, there's a, a bunch of Panera bagels sitting there. I was like, oh, good, I'm starving. I, you know, I need to, need to rip through a couple of these. Needless, <laughs> needless to say, they're all just like, all right, we're going to go to lunch. I was like, ah, oh, I just had a couple bagels. They're like, what do you mean? You know, 
what bagels did you have? And I go, oh, I thought Nick brought in bagels for everyone and knocked this out. He goes, no, dude, those are for nurses weeks. So, right. I mean, I was completely worthless in this in this operation. But again, he he made it fun. I mean, you know, we were playing different games, you know, um, as a team is, you know, we play like the movie game and different stuff like that right. to kind of pass the time. But again, he was really the, the catalyst and um, the captain of the yacht to make sure um, – you know the positivity well, plane was flying, and I think it. Uh, I think it ultimately showed the client your metal in a shitty situation, yeah. and, and you, you've done work with them since then. I'm assuming. Yes, yes, and that's the biggest thing is is a lot of times these errors, these issues, um, as Nick said, that's where the opportunity comes. You know, you can really people can really trust you, and and when you go out and and do the above and beyond, as opposed to just basically saying, "Hey, sorry, I don't know what to tell you." Um, you know, that, that I think does, um, you know, help out as far as doing another order with us. And, and yes, we've continued to work with. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now I know because we had a little chat before we started and you have a boner, I mean, a bonus (laughs) story to tell us, I said something else. You have a bonus story to tell us, which I am really excited to hear this story. This is, this is a solid one. So this is um, <laughs> my previous company before I worked at Brandito was called Snag a Job. Awesome company. Uh, they're basically um, like, a, they're an hourly job board. So like they're like a monster career builder for your hourly employees, which makes up over 60% of the workforce. They've got a great atmosphere, great culture. And I forgot, I think they got like number two greatest places to work. And that was the highest really? they had ever ranked. So they're looking around and talking to the C, um, chief people officer. So Kevin, I really just want to do like a really nice pen for everyone to have. Um, here's what we're going to do. And, and we need it in four days, you know? So of course, not a problem. We get the pen. It arrives on time. We're super thrilled. And this is, keep in mind, this is probably my second month on the job. First time really handling something start to finish and really probably my first rush project as well. So anyways, I'm pumped up. I'm seeing pictures that they're posting online with the pictures on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Everyone's jacked up about the announcement. And then all of a sudden, you know, I just start getting blown up with texts with with different types of um, pictures that they're sending over to me. And I get this hilarious email um, from my buddy Chip Trout, who I used to work with. And he says, Kevin, the pen is perfect. And pen is, is bolded. He goes, the pen is my favorite I've ever seen or touched. The pen is just the right size. It's just the right weight. The pen is liked by everyone. I mean, I've never seen a pen go over better than this. And I'm sitting there, I'm reading it and I am pumped. I send it over to my boss. I'm like, you know, look what I did. This is awesome. You know, I am the master am of the- all promotional marketing. Exactly. Cause I always joke around that I'm the worst pen salesperson on the East coast because <laughs> the pen that you like, the pen that I like, you know, it's all different. Um, so anyways, I send it over to the supplier too. I'm like, oh my God, home run hitters over here. Bravo to you, bravo to your mm-hmm. team. And then all of a sudden I scroll down, I see the pen, it's like awesome. And then I see the pen case. And I had not known that the pen was coming in a case. And mm-hmm. when you take the pen out of the case, there's a little kind of insert for your thumb and your index finger. So Careful here, careful here. When the pen is outside of the case, what you look like is a, it looks like a sword, some might say, um, yeah. or a potential piece of genitalia. Um, oh. So the empty box, now I realized that the pen was fine, but the empty case 
looked like that and um and hence the pen is in bolded email that's so funny and it's just but again i mean like it, it, and you talk about it, it and again every time i go over there still like people just like wave the pen at me with a huge smile and i'm just like <laughs> yep that's it that's the one and it's hilarious because that's another example of something that again a little bit of a tweak a little bit of uh again just the packaging <laughs> No pun intended. The packaging, no, the, the pack, um, no, the packaging, absolutely was, was different, and we didn't anticipate that. So you know, it didn't create the rise or the um, erection. I mean, reaction uh, that we were really intended to of having this awesome pen. But I think people still have the case, and I and I'm not even sure if they still have the pen just for laughs when I show up at the office. Well, it certainly creates a long-lasting memory and impression, doesn't it? Oh my gosh! Again, it's 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 one of the ones I'm most embarrassed about because again it's really truly i had no possible idea of knowing what the the case would look like so it, yeah. it's a fun one um That's but awesome. yeah it, it wasn't as funny as this guy's email i wish i could share it with you because he no. his his dialect was just so funny and oh um, again it's just hilarious and i actually shot the supplier I was like hey just a heads up i'm not sure if you guys have ever gotten any feedback but right you might want to change the way uh you pull the pen out you know right <laughs> Uh, and we will just think about pulling the pen out now. So quick, so what? What as we kind of start wrapping this up, what is the one piece of advice, Kevin, you would give a distributor who, who has an order that went sideways, whether they screw it up, maybe it was a supplier issue, maybe there was just simple communication or miscommunication between the distributor and the end user, but they have an order that went sideways and they really want to save that client like you did. What one piece of advice would you give them? I think you've got to control the energy and the communication in the room. Um, it's mm -hmm. one thing I always tell with my team here. If you get hung up on, on a cold call or something like this happens, you know, come pull me aside. Let's throw the football, go in the, go in the hallway, scream as loud as you can, but let's not let this affect the, the rest of the team. You know, that, that mm -hmm. bad, bad vibe, bad mojo. Right. Um, and then also making sure that you don't come, you, you come with corrections and you come with a plan. So when you're communicating out with the client, you let them know, hey, here's the situation and here's what we're doing to correct it. If there's anything else that you need for us to do, let me know, but here's exactly how we're going to tackle this as opposed to, um, you know, did, did you guys get the right logo? You know what I mean? It, it, that's mm -hmm. not the way you've got to do it. So I think the no. biggest thing is controlling the energy um, and controlling the communication to make sure that everyone knows that, hey, I've got this. I know it's yeah. not ideal, and I know it's going to be, you know, something that we're going to have to work through. But um, here's how my team's going to handle it. And again, like I said, just making sure the energy in the room is 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 positive. And like Nick says, you're taking it as an opportunity. And and he must have said it five thousand times over five thousand umbrellas. You know, it's interesting. I've never heard it, heard it put that way in terms of controlling the energy of the room. And I really really like that. In fact, I'll steal it. Sure. What I've always said was, and I think it's. A variation of it just kind of a different way to look at it and i think the way you put it is better by the way is as the distributor in that situation you need to be the calmest person in that room yep and it's very difficult when you've got a end user who might be really pissed off because this is i, I talk about our industry it's emotional marketing you mm -hmm. put somebody's logo on something it becomes very personal think about when your name is on something and it's misspelled how, how shitty that feels yeah 
when your logo is on merchandise that's wrong or the color's wrong or whatever, it gets personal really, really quick. And then you add the added benefit of having an event date attached to it. It gets real ugly real quick. Yeah. You've got to be the most cal- cal- you got to be the calmest person in the room. But I like how you said it. You got to control the energy. Yeah. When you're the calmest person, when you're controlling that communication, you're you're and there's in that situation you cannot over communicate. Right. I mean, there's no way to over communicate in that situation. Yeah, and, I, go bad. and that's really what I think when you're over communicating throughout the entire sales process, I think that really helps um, when the situations do go awry. No question. Because um, when you're saying, hey, these are going to ship out on Tuesday, you're set to arrive on Thursday, just making sure that works for you. It'd be like, oh my gosh, actually, no, I need them by Wednesday. Now all of a sudden you're working backwards. So again, if you're not talking, the way I always try and describe our sales process is it's like the Domino's pizza app. I want you to know mm. exactly where your pie yeah. is as soon it's as it's a great it's example. In you know, like, hey, we're in the cheesing section. Uh, you right. Know, Jeremy's boxing this bad boy up. It'll be out for delivery in 15 minutes. You know, I don't want people to flood my email on a Monday saying, hey, where's my stuff? Or, hey, can I right. get some updates? We need to be leading that that um, drive. And again, as a smaller business, and we don't necessarily have all the technology of some of these other bigger guys, um, we use Salesforce, which is super helpful. But um, but you don't, I don't think you need it, Kevin. I mean, don't. here's the thing. You said it yourself. I mean, if you look at our industry from the point of view of the end user, they send in an order and it goes into this black hole. They don't understand all the gymnastics that need to happen and all the dominoes that need to fall in a certain way to make it work. I always say, you know, if you, if, you know, cars break down very rarely, but they break down. And if you think of all the things that have to go right for a car to start, right. that's what our industry is like. How many things have to go right? for our industry to work the way it's supposed to. Absolutely. And again, the, you know, the biggest thing is just, you know, we, we want the opportunity to work alongside. It's so much more difficult to get a new client than it is to retain a current yep. client and to saturate oh, yeah. into that client. I mean, that's the easy stuff, right? Yeah. Um, to get a new client and, and to um, have that trust um, is very difficult. It's really yeah. difficult because they've been burned probably by a situation like one of these in the past. So yeah. um, again, the big thing is, is just owning the errors, being transparent, being proactive, active and again just controlling that communication channel and that energy to make sure that and again if that person needs to just call you and and let you have it one time you can let them let you you better be ready to 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 just take it and understand that hey that that's completely understandable uh we didn't do what we were going to say we do and pointing the finger never works it doesn't matter if it's my supplier fault my fault i do try and be transparent if it's something that i did blunder um or if it is a a supplier issue uh, just so they know um, but again, I think that pointing fingers certainly isn't helping anybody. Awesome. One more question before we wrap it up. We're, we're a little short on time. What one product or merchandise would you never, ever sell a client because you know it's going to end up in their closet of shame? Oh, you said I can't yell suppliers' names, right? Nope. Only... <laughs> um, I would say anything with someone's face on it. Interesting. So um, it's it's funny. We've done a couple T-shirts for like retirement parties. Where we'll put someone's you know face on a T-shirt and they'll surprise that person. But I just got married on St. Patrick's Day. Yes, you and, did. Um, Congratulations thank again, you, sir. Thank you, sir. And um, again, same guy, Nick. He got me some Strideline socks mocked up uh, with my face on it. It says "Hands Off, Ladies, I'm Taken," and it is one of the creepiest things that I've ever seen. <laughs> and I can't wait to give it to my father-in-law and my mother-in-law for uh, for the holiday this year that's but, awesome um, in all seriousness that that stuff is just super it's great for a gaffe uh, but anything with uh with someone's face on it is typically going to end up in people's closet of shame for sure that's a great one i've not heard that kevin 
thank you so much for joining us. This has been a good time. And again, if Going to thank our good friends at Bay State for sponsoring this podcast. Again, they have that fifty dollars self promo catalog offer. It's their entire. There's they have an whole entire catalog broken down into fifty dollars chunks for uh, self promos. One color imprint, free PDF uh, proof is included. So go to baystate.com and check that out. Kevin, again, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this. I hope you had a good time. Absolutely. Had a blast. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I love it. I love you. And um, go USA. Thanks, everybody. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Closet of Shame. The Closet of Shame is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing and media for the promotional products industry. 